Hey everybody, it's Adrian. So before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to let you guys know that we now have a Patreon. Yes, we have a Patreon. It has been set up. You can feel free to go and check out the tiers and see what's going on. We are so excited about it. We are really, really stoked to bring you guys some bonus content. And of course, who knows, maybe some things in the future. So go ahead and check it out. You can find it at patreon.com slash slash her pod. That is a mouthful. Again, that's patreon.com slash slash her pod. And it's slash her with two H's. So S-L-A-S-H-H-E-R slash her pod. And go check out the tiers. And we appreciate your guys' support. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome to Slash Her, a delusional look into the art of horror and all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. For the 100th time, my name is Adrian. And I'm Stormy. <laughs> yes! A hundred episodes! What? You've listened to at least a hundred hours of us. At least 100 hours. Isn't that crazy? Some of ours are longer, but at least... <laughs> And also with bonuses and Patreon and stuff. Oh, shit. That too. We're over 100, but officially on the main feed of episodes, we're at 100, you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're drinking. <laughs> we're drinking to celebrate in purple lighting. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally sitting two feet from each other. Cheers. <laughs> Y'all can't hear it. My shit's plastic. I told Stormy right before we started recording, I was like, I can't wait to talk about us for... <laughs> we're our favorite subject (laughs) (laughs) so for this episode you guys it's pretty much like a little special episode for the 100th episode we're kind of cutting into our new month which i mean for you guys to know now is going to be about anthologies we're going to be talking about some anthologies for november Um, but we got to cut into the month and we had to dedicate an episode to ourselves you know we made it to 100 episodes which is a very big deal this is our 100 day of school party (laughs) you know remember those (laughs) honestly the fact that us with our mental health issues have been oh able to come God. into i mean it's not even like the studio we yeah, had to yeah. walk into our closet so we had to walk into you know we've progressed from a closet <laughs> so that's nice for us to sit down 100 times at least to talk about something for an hour right it's a lot you know it's not easy running a podcast it really isn't not to be um the girl from bodies 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 but this is not easy um so i'm just so proud of us for making it to 100 episodes um thank you stormy of course for joining me on this journey and obviously agreeing to be a part of a horror podcast with me um because it's been a blast honestly a highlight of my life for the last 100 episodes i'm about to cry in the club um but no for real it has really truly brought us closer than ever we made it through a lot of stuff through the podcast the podcast has been um a big distraction from our mental health from life in general but i feel like it's also been like a coping mechanism we y'all give us 
somebody to talk to make us feel a little less crazy at least in mine and you'll give me a platform to speak on important to me issues which is nice and we've literally come from a closet uh what 12 hours away from each other to being in the same room bitch yeah. and adrian is my best friend and i love yeah. you so much oh, i love you too queen um yeah honestly and uh, it's been nice it really has been so nice um and i'm pretty sure probably back on episode one uh like my intention uh, almost primarily also was to kind of keep a diary of like what we watch not only together obviously mm-hmm. uh, but just horror in general you know it's just nice. It's nice to go back and like react to things that we have seen together for the first time or things that, you know, I've seen that I'm introducing you to or you've seen that you've introduced me to. Mm-hmm. And it can just hear our thoughts. It's nice to go back and hear how I was thinking in that time. You it's know? also kind of a catalog of our friendship. I mean, Adrian and I have been friends longer than the podcast has existed, but it's just really just like, I don't know, a little yearbook of like us just growing closer than ever. Yeah. Um, this podcast has followed me across the country. It has followed me through breakups, through mental health crises, through loss, through a happiness, pandemic. a pandemic. Yeah. I'm going to cry. A hundred episodes. That's for some people that might not seem like a lot, but like that's a lot. A hundred hours. What have you done for a hundred hours? Not to, not to sound <laughs> shame. I'm not saying like, I'm not. <laughs> instantly views a bitch um work nine to five for me <laughs> that's not what i meant <laughs> work 40 hours a week baby 100 hours i can do that in a month okay <laughs> but like no like i want you to do something that you're passionate about for 100 hours yes. and see how you feel afterwards is what i meant but it came off like a gemini <laughs> two-faced bitch so here we are it's why you guys keep coming back right Mm. Uh. (laughs) nobody thinks that we're funny like how do i word this nobody finds us as funny as we find ourselves Yeah, we think we're the funniest (laughs) yeah i'm not kidding i hate hearing my own voice but i listen back to us oh 100 (laughs) percent all the time i really do too because we are very funny (laughs) um so what we wanted to do for the 100th episode is pretty much do like a countdown kind of we're each coming with three of our favorite episodes and it doesn't even begin to scratch the surface you guys it was very hard just to narrow it down just to three Mm -hmm. but what we're gonna do is we're gonna each go back and forth kind of explain one of our favorite episodes uh, maybe why we picked that episode but then allow you guys with a little you know with the magic of editing to (laughs) hear back a little bit of that episode we're gonna bring in some moments and we're gonna let you hear back on that episode so that way maybe you can go back and listen to the full thing maybe you're listening to this backwards maybe you're new yeah or maybe you're one of the ogs and you listened to it when this was released but um I also just want to thank you guys for sticking with us for 100 episodes. We really have found um, a family in the horror community, especially horror Twitter. Uh, There's so many people that I interact with, if not daily, at least weekly, that I can't imagine making it through the fucking pandemic through that we met through the podcast. Yeah. I really do think the podcast helped get me at least through that pandemic for sure. Same. The isolation was not it. And we thank you guys for listening to just us screaming into the void in the middle of a pandemic and for bringing us here. So thank you guys. Yes. Um, so let's just go ahead and get into it, guys. I mean, again, it's been so much fun. Get into it. Um, yeah. 
we're gonna do what we can we're gonna also there's an issue just to let you guys know something going on with our hosting site podbean um not the drag podbean, <laughs> oh my the podcast. God. it literally drops um, their name he's like hey bitch let's <laughs> <laughs> but i must there's something going on i have to look into it because it looks like currently on spotify and apple our episodes and going back stop at episode 11 which was i think one of our first conspiracy theories episodes um, so for some reason, anything beyond episode 11 is not currently available. So I'm going to anything before, right? Anything before. Yeah. Oh, okay. 11. Okay. Okay. So like 10 and back, um, one to 10 is not available for some reason. So I'm going to go back and try to see what we can do. I'm going to try to recover those episodes. Um, if not, you guys, if we, um, aren't able to kind of keep those on the main feed and moving forward, uh, we have those audio files. Um, obviously if we mention any of those episodes today, you'll still be able to hear a clip of it. Um, and if I can't figure out what's going on with Podbean, we might throw those episodes up on Patreon. So as always, you know, you're here at the beginning of the episode, feel free to join the Patreon. Um, cause if something's going on with Podbean and if we just have to pay more money every month to have those recovered, you guys we're on a budget. So we'll see what we're doing just so you guys know. Cause I do think there's some gems. We're also different people in like that far back in the beginning of the podcast. It took, there were some growing pains, but we're here. We're here. We're queer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And we'll, you know, give some honorable mentions at the end. It, it just, it's so hard to narrow down talking about myself, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. There's I so thought I was the Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many fun episodes. It was so hard to, like, narrow it down. Um, but I guess we did our best, truly. It's also, we're asking a lot of ourselves to pick, like, our favorite moments with our best friend <laughs> yeah. because just like existing with you is my best <laughs> moment. So Yeah. But we, uh, for our listeners, we did want to do like a recap. We definitely want to throw it back for you guys. So y'all can, you know, hear back some of our past episodes and um, have fun reminiscing with us as we move forward, hopefully to episode 200. Uh, right. But let's go ahead and just jump into the countdown, you guys. Um, so yeah, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, so if you're enjoying the podcast so far, definitely look into giving us a rating. It would be really, really beneficial. We're open to ideas and feedback. It really goes a long way. So go ahead and look into giving us a rating. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and many more places. But for now, let's go ahead and get back to the show. Okay, welcome back. We are, of course, going to go ahead and kick off our little countdown. Um, who wants to go first? Stormy, would you like to go first? Sure. Alrighty. So what is your first episode? What are your first faves? Um, so I'm going to start out simple. I'm going to start out with The Faculty, Ooh. which is, I guess I should have wrote down the fucking episode numbers. Stand by. Um, episode 40, The Faculty. Oh. Um, I had never seen that movie. And for some reason, like, one of the first times that I, like, uh, not one of the first times, but one of, like, the most uh like memorable moments that i've had with like somebody who listens with us is a person being like and i'm so sorry i don't remember your name specifically um but they were just like i'm from ohio and i'm so glad that you covered this episode and i think it's so funny listening to y'all recall or like try and figure out what the fuck is going on in ohio (laughs) i don't know how many times we said it in that episode but it's a lot so good i love that episode i want it on a shirt me too. We're going to put that on the shirt, you guys. Don't even worry Would about it. Would y'all wear it? Would y'all wear a what the fuck is going on in Ohio? <laughs> what the fuck is going on in Ohio shirt? 
Um, I'm glad that you brought this to the table. I love that episode for specifically for the Ohio line. It's very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, it was a movie that Stormy hadn't seen before that I really loved growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so as always, and as I mean, you see it often in this podcast. I'm always throwing shit at Stormy that she just sits there and <laughs> <laughs> endures because I really like it. Um, but it was so nice to bring that to to the table and have her watch it with me and talk about it. Um, and that's such a great episode. Plus, it's so, like, 90s, and we get to talk about, you know, Josh Hartnett. The cast is very 90s, too. It's very, very sexy. So, yeah, you know, it's a good old episode. So, I don't know. I guess we'll go ahead and allow you guys to hear back on some of the a favorite faculty. moment. <laughs> They're in fucking, like, Ohio. So. Ohio. <laughs> and where, okay, I'm stupid. On the map, Ohio is... <laughs> <laughs> because Mary Beth comes in like full twang and I'm like, but Ohio, like, are we like, are they like, are they that like off put? She's from like Alabama. She's from Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta, Georgia. Same fucking difference. Which I mean, yes, the South, but it's Atlanta. It's the fucking city. I mean. Yeah, but Georgia is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's understood and I understand yeah. that, but like, it's still Atlanta. It's still a metropolitan, like. People don't think she's fishy from the jump. I mean, we come to know she's alien queen bitch, but like she's full. Just like, no, just no. It's a big no for me. She's ridiculous. But like, where is Ohio on the map? Beside Michigan. Oh, so it is higher up. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So her coming from the South makes sense. I don't know why in my head I was like, but this is Ohio. Aren't they like, isn't there corn here? Isn't there corn here? I mean, yeah, but also (laughs) like a lot of snow. Okay, because I was just like, I don't know why they're like, I don't know why she's so different. Like, I just assumed, I don't know, I was thinking for some reason, (laughs) there's a lot of Southerners in Ohio, but that's just me being uneducated. Okay, so not to go off on another tangent, but to go off on another tangent. I knew that Mary Beth was, or I had a feeling that Mary Beth was the queen bitch because she reminded me so much of Mary Jane from the live action Scooby-Doo. And she, (laughs) Mary Jane is one of the, like, those alien things. And for some reason, like, those clicked in my head and I was like, Mm, same plot (laughs) (laughs) scooby-doo well because she's like so i don't know just the way she presents herself is obviously like she's trying to be a human the entire fucking time right and like constantly reminding people where she's from like full-blown she's so obviously like not of this world clearly i'm glad i was gonna ask you about that too so i'm gonna i'm kind of glad you brought it up my Scooby-Doo senses were tingling. Right. A shady bitch the entire time. Okay. Well, kind of going back to the beginning. So I love uh, the opening kill. Well, I guess it's not even a kill. Because it's people... the chase scene. Is that no, no, That's no, literally no. what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I mean, also, yes, love it. Obsessed with it. But I have always cringed and loved the fucking football coach shoving that pencil through Principal Drake's hand. It always Ooh. makes me uncomfortable. And it just was like so gross. And Mrs. Olsen is just like such a creepy bitch the entire time. I love Piper Laurie. So, and it's so annoying when she's at the front door and she's like, oh, oh, what do I do? What can I do? And she's like, I fucking, I don't know, bitch, do something. But I loved it. And then when, of course, she gets out the principal and she turns around and she's just looking at her with her creepy little eyes and those fucking scissors and she just starts stabbing at her. I love it. I've always wanted to do that. 
she says. I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, love that for her. But I love it. I love the intro to this movie. I think it sets the tone pretty well. The title right. card is so basic. Obviously, it's the 90s. We can't the expect font. <laughs> I felt like I was in like a presentation in school. And we just <laughs> did the scroll. <laughs> <laughs> okay i want to also get your opinion though on like the character introductions do you like the like they like literally like name them like they name these people yes i love i think it's like once again a nostalgia thing for me because mm-hmm. i feel like that's something that was very done in like the early 90s oh yeah like full sipcon vibes uh mm-hmm. i i loved it and i always love full it. house vibes and just <laughs> like yeah and then it shows nobody can see me but you but you got <laughs> y'all feel it everywhere you look <laughs> oh my god also i don't know if you caught it i'm sure you did but it fucking makes me laugh too at the intro when those fucking girls are fighting on the hood of the car <laughs> yeah. from the little fender bender they're like full brawling mm. i was like ohio is... like, get the fuck out of the car and she like pulls her out and i was all what i was like what's happening in ohio what really what the what's fuck is happening, happening in ohio <laughs> What's happening with the school? There's that couple that runs around like just domestically hitting each other, like so aggressively in the halls. And I'm yeah. like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> just slapping and, the fuck out of him. And Zeke is selling his drugs, like his hardcore drugs, like all over the fucking school. And pens? In pens. <laughs> I've always been so confused by that aesthetic choice. <laughs> right. Can we do that? I mean, not me. Oh. But like, would that be plausible to do that with Coke? <laughs> Put it in the pen and snorting it yeah. that way. I'm sure. I'm so Imagine sure. being in class. <laughs> it's really I think that's the point is like it's a right. pen. So if they're in class, they can sniff it and nobody can see it, which I guess is whatever. But like this school is a hot fucking boo-boo mess, which makes sense. I guess the if, the aliens, <laughs> if the aliens are strategically trying to overtake the world, then why not start in like the most fucking chaotic high school I've ever seen in my entire life? Right. To go back real quick, like on a serious note, I feel like... <laughs> That should be our uh, description of this episode is what's going on in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening in Ohio, Mary? Because, uh, girl, and again, well, first off, what's happening in Ohio? Where is Ohio? It feels like an alien world in itself. I have no idea what Ohio is. What's the capital of Ohio? Cincinnati. Columbus. <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. I don't know. Hey, Siri. What's the capital of Ohio? Columbus is the capital of Ohio. Ah, what a bitch. Columbus. My knowledge of Ohio goes to Hot in Cleveland, which was a TV land sitcom that came out in like 2010-ish maybe. Um, That has Betty White and a whole bunch of other amazing actresses and one of them is like a an actress and she does a reporting and she, the uh, weather report that she does is, oh, hi, Ohio. That's all I know. I don't know anything else about Ohio beyond that. So that's why I went to the other world uh, art museum. Oh, it's in Ohio. Yeah. It's in Columbus. Oh, okay. Well, oh, the capital of Ohio. <laughs> I know that now. Okay, everybody. Um, So let's go ahead and do my first pick. So my first episode is going to be um one of my absolute favorite movies that we talked about um that's why i'm bringing this one to the table so i'm gonna go ahead and bring to the table episode 25 you're next so that's such a good movie first of all second of all (laughs) we're hilarious <laughs> such a good episode um yeah that's probably one of my favorite horror movies um so i was really excited to talk about it in general 
Um, I remember having a really fun time with that discussion. I'm pretty sure that episode also is the first episode where we had, you know, many more episodes to come where we've done it, where we like randomly were talking about Final Destination of all things. <laughs> um, so I know there's a huge discussion on Final Destination and trains and shit at the very beginning of the episode. But overall, just talking about your next is such a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, familial trauma is always heavy on that table. Trauma. Obviously, Aaron being a badass final girl was really fun to talk about. It's one of my favorite episodes. It's one of the ones I go back and listen to quite often, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend you guys check out your next and go back and listen to that episode. Here you go. So, I mean, kind of overall with this fucking movie, I mean, obviously, is it safe to say that our favorite character is Aaron? The best character? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Let's just talk about her. Let's just get the fucking elephant out of the room because she, she is the movie. The movie is her and a badass, a complete badass. I genuinely would venture to say that she is top final girl for like the mid 2000s. But yeah, no, definitely. She, uh, I don't know, just her character is so cool and it's so different because I've been reading um, Men, Women, and Chainsaws by Carol Clover. And it's an older book, obviously, but it was released in 1992, even before Scream came out, when Scream kind of deconstructed horror altogether. But the book itself kind of focuses on the final girl trope, pretty much. But it kind of views it through the aspect of how horror throughout the 80s and 70s was, you know, statistically mostly viewed by, like, younger, straight white men, pretty much. And she kind of just analyzes how, like, the final girl trope and how that plays into how the audience views it. I mean, mostly you know, those hetero men, but it just, she in that book and I'm not finished with it. I'm very early on in it still, but she of course doesn't describe them specifically as final girls. She calls them victim heroes because a lot of these characters, a lot of these final girls, they, they really don't have, they survive by luck. Like they are able to get out and, you know, they're able to defeat the killer either by luck or by some, you know, somebody saving them at the end, but they were just, you know, formidable enough to be able to escape the killer in a way and you know they it just it's completely different from like Aaron's final girl where she from the beginning is completely different she doesn't win or defeat anybody by sheer luck she wins because she is being an actual like a full-blown like a heroine of this movie pretty much she's she was built for this very that like trained she was literally like female Hercules and put on an island and trained daily for this. Like, that's legitimately how it's broken down, pretty much. <laughs> the only thing that she did, or I guess did not do, that uh, I was kind of thinking about. like, So when they start shooting the arrows through the windows at the very beginning, you know, you think maybe, you know, strategically, why wouldn't she just try to shut the power off to like the entire house so they can't see into the windows? So they're not like, so they don't also have a good eye. But then I was also thinking it's a huge house first and foremost. And if they were to shut off the lights, that also gives the killers the advantage also, because then that also inhibits your, you know, view. And, right. you know, she, and then she also decides to like close all the blinds instead, which also helps keep out the view from the outside. Cause that was the one thing when I was watching this movie where I was like, wasn't, well, why not just turn off all the lights or something? But then I think the lights are in the basement and you still have to pass this window to get to anything. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing I was a little bit kind of like, well, why don't you just turn off the lights? But obviously mm-hmm. I immediately kind of just like, I was like, well, no, that would be kind of stupid to do that. And like also 
not give them also these people are rich and they have like useless shit just laying around and i just know i would run into some useless fucking bust (laughs) and knock it off its stand and break my toe like it would be something stupid like it wouldn't even be the killer that killed me like i killed myself on accident (laughs) (laughs) just falls down the stairs i just fell down from the third floor (laughs) to the second floor and just i that's how i ended my run in this movie Honestly, I'm still at the table eating is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, But yeah, so Erin really is just a badass and just everything that she does is just so cool and tactical and she just, uh, and just the ending sequence, just when, I mean, because obviously with the film spoilers, I mean, the family, although yes, they're not the best characters, the movie plot itself still, you know, centers on their turmoil and their characters all hating each other even though we don't really care about them too much but that's we're thrown into it with Aaron and we get to just see Aaron kick ass and that's the fun part of it and of course part of that fucking family turmoil is I guess there's enough hate to where fucking two of the kids are willing to murder their siblings and everybody else just to be able to fucking get the inheritance of their parents uh but seeing Aaron fucking come at the end and just kick their asses is just so therapeutic in a way but the thing is, is like you can tell that Felix and Z, like from the start, you can tell that they're not here. Like there's some little fishy. You just know right fucking right away. It's his eyes. Especially whenever they bring up they bring up the cell phone jammer immediately. And Drake Drake calls him out, and he's just like, "I know you'd be in some shady shit." Like Drake is bleeding out, and he's still yelling at his brother. But um, yeah, you just I I knew right away. That something was that he was not there for the family. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so funny, and even at the point too when all the shit's going down at the very beginning, like I said, like when the he when Felix stupidly suggests, well, somebody should run out to one of the cars to try to make a phone call or something because the jammer, and you're just like, it, that's like so it's so sus. You're like, why would you just suggest that one of us <laughs> blindly run into the night? Like Felix is the imposter. Yeah, from the beginning, you're like, why would you just suggest that one of us does that? And they're all arguing. And we see all that family dynamic and of course the youngest the daughter she decides to do it and then she immediately gets her fucking fucking idiot uh, and her immediately her neck is fucking sliced by the wire in the door i honestly was so happy when that happened though because she's literally on the ground and she's crying she's saying y'all don't give me enough credit i can do it i'm the fastest runner okay bitch go and then she fucking (laughs) dies instantly i love that shit i think it's probably because i'm the oldest sibling Uh and like by the time you're the like by the time you get to the baby like all rules are out the door and like you just have to listen to them just cry about everything and so i think she just hit a nerve and i was just like all right bitch go ahead and she surely got it man that fucking death the first time i watched this movie that fucking threw me for a loop like i was so shocked that she died that quickly and so graphic so graphic and so bloody okay so my next one is gonna be episode 65 with Krampus. Um, oh, a classic. <laughs> yeah, the movie was ridiculous. This is probably like, I wish I had the statistics on how much I personally listened back to this episode. <laughs> and the clip that I'm we're going to play is, mm, it makes me snort, laugh, cry, laugh. It makes me giggle every single fucking time. And it's literally, I know it word for word. 
<laughs> I have it memorized, but it's so good. It's just Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Such a good episode. Um, and it's also we perfect. We talk about WWE a lot. We do. And Scream. And oh, yes. Scream all the Scooby-Doo. time. Scooby-Doo. I talk Scooby-Doo. about Scream, Scooby-Doo constantly. Honestly, we talk about our favorite horror movies as much as we can. You know? <laughs> we really we're horror do. movie fans, but we're also so fucking basic where we're like, Scream? Final Destination? Like, anything that we can talk about that we just love, uh, you know, unapologetically, we definitely will. I also figured out that I talk about Shrek a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, instrumental in my upbringing, for sure. Uh, yeah, and including the WWE. I love wrestling, you guys. I'm pretty sure we've had this discussion yeah. many times before. I specifically love women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys are hot and whatnot. But mm. as a little queer boy, I'm just into women walking around in hot outfits and flipping their hair and also being badass wrestlers. So I was always all about it. Um, so it's really easy to bring up wrestling sometimes, <laughs> especially because it's so campy. And sometimes it relates to horror because horror right. in itself can be very campy. Um, but Krampus is one of my favorite episodes for that reason. Uh, we really have like a whole Royal Rumble Smackdown <laughs> to the crown lip sync extravaganza discussion. It's crazy. Boots the house down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's such a good episode. And also, you guys, this is November now. So Christmas is anyways, you know, coming. Right or, around the corner. Yeah, Christmas is right around Mariah the corner. Mariah Carey is def- defrosting in the fringe right She's now. She's been defrosting, I'm sure. She's already out and, you know in the north pool doing her thing um (laughs) but this is the perfect time to go back and re-listen to krampus you guys um but yeah here's you know one of our favorite moments um but the adults are kind of basic in this movie everybody's kind of basic in this movie truly yeah this movie's basic it is it's pretty basic again i think the strength obviously lies in krampus and his little goon and their little goons and i kind of wish we got more of that but it does not take away my enjoyment for this movie it doesn't even bother me that we're stuck with these characters because quite honestly i enjoy all of these actors um enough to like give it a pass like i don't mind seeing tony collette on my screen i don't mind hearing adam's uh scott talk i don't mind seeing linda talk um howard David Kushner's probably the only person I could care less about, but whatever, he's serviceable. So I love he it. He plays the same character in every movie. Yeah. And again, like, if you know your niche, like, I, I guess stick I guess. with it, but whatever. The music's great. The composition's great. The score is great. It's so much fun. Like, truly, Krampus is like a Christmas essential at this point for me. And if you haven't seen it, I mean, definitely check it out because it's well worth it. Yeah. I feel like I've said it a lot last month um that i wouldn't revisit it but krampus is one holiday horror movie that i will be revisiting yeah it's a yearly for me so obsessed with it i love it so much and yeah how many bells how many krampus bells do you give this movie out of five uh i think it's sitting at a four Okay, exactly the same for me. Giving it a four, just because personally, I would like to see more monsters and more blood. But I understand that's not what this movie's offering. So she's very solid for what she's delivering. Honestly, give me a fight scene between Omi and and Santa and it's 10 out of 10. Give me Omi and Krampus literally fighting at like Pride Rock in like the atmosphere like i need them on the side of a cliff like just uh-huh. going at each other while fucking 
Jingle Bell Rock plays in the background. Oh my God, Krampus throws her off the cliff, right? And we're like, no, Omi. And then she rises because she grasped onto a random vine (laughs) that's hanging off of the mountain. She flings herself. She uses it like a a George of the Jungle vine that she swings on. Uh, Catches leverage, throws herself back onto the rock, catches Krampus by his mask, unmasks Krampus. (laughs) <laughs> he hits her upside with the bell. We think she's out. <laughs> <laughs> she takes off his mask and it's the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's <my> John God. <laughs> Cena. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, please. It's the rock. It's Dwayne Johnson. I love this whole entire <laughs> no. And then you get the song. It's about drive. It's about power. <laughs> Oh my god, you know what also would be so funny is he does Krampus throws Omi over the edge of the cliff and we think she's dead, but then we just hear Santa ho ho hoing. <laughs> she's she's like standing at like like Green Goblin does on his little <laughs> on his little board, but she's standing on his sleigh. And it rises up. The first thing we see is Rudolph's red nose glowing through the snow, and they rise up, and Santa's there buff. And then Omi is like, prepare to get slain. <laughs> yes, you're prepared to get slain. Yes. <laughs> the best, the gasification of Omi. Santa's super buff. He's not wearing a, like a shirt at all. It's Dwayne the Rock <laughs> And Krampus, his The only hair off. on his head is his beard. <laughs> and the mask gets knocked off and uh, Krampus is Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Out of his robe, he brings two rogue beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it just starts downing them and he throws the cans at them. I love this WrestleMania fantasy. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. I need it. I needed that kind of vibe. Um, Rudolph okay. ends up being John Cena. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go. <laughs> every single fucking reindeer, all eight of them are like a wrestler. <laughs> A famous wrestler from the WWE's heyday. Um, I'm down for this. I love it. And there's randomly a wrestling ring that pops up behind Krampus. And it rises out of the ground made out oh of stone. <laughs> it does. I love this moment. Okay, I love this. Oh my I God, the this. poles can be candy canes. <gasps> yes. Uh. The strings are strings of lights. Like the ropes <gasps> that they bounce off of. Oh my god! Like the fantasy. The canvas of the ring is like a just peppermint. It's all peppermint. <laughs> peppermint um, bark breaks yes. as soon as you hit it. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. Okay, I'm down for this. Honestly, Michael. The Doherty, gingerbread men are dressed up in like referee suits. Oh my god! Yes, all of a sudden. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, Michael Doherty, if you're planning a sequel for Krampus ever. Hit we've us given up. you, yeah, we've given you a plenty of ideas to just you know rev it up a little bit. Um, Honestly, trademark everything that we just said. Yeah. You have to pay us. Run me my money. Run us the check. And <laughs> Omi starts bicycle kicking Krampus in the sequel. I want my money. Like I'm not joking. Okay. Hello. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that moment as much as we do. (laughs) (laughs) This feels like we're... um... (laughs) It feels like future us talking to past us. It feels very meta. It feels like, um, you know, like in shows where they like pause 
the yes. show and then like the a character walks out and they become the narrator that's what it feels like it feels very <laughs> breaking the fourth wall yeah um yeah. for you guys for behind the scenes tea we're recording us discussing the countdown before i'm editing in the right clips. so we're just like do 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 so what we're doing is like we love this moment and then it's silence just us then... staring at each other one of us takes a long like <laughs> of their drink <laughs> But um, yeah, so moving forward, my next episode is going to be episode 47, 13 Ghosts. So you guys, this is one of my absolute favorite episodes. It's probably one of the episodes I do listen back to pretty frequently um, because of a very specific discussion that we have (laughs) in relation to the glass house in the movie, um, because we like to talk about or we were talking about pretty much how we would operate living inside of a house that somebody can look into the entire time so in typical stormy and adrian fashion um it's very dirty it's very graphic it's very horny um and it honestly just feels like a a great representation of who we are as a podcast it's really horny it's really over the top we get to talk about matthew lillard um we have different or we have different opinions on the movie as well um so it just feels like a really, really well-rounded episode, and I really enjoy that episode. Me too. Here you go. All of it put together is very discombobulating, and I feel like, yes, it's bad, but I feel like it kind of adds to the movie itself because I feel like it's supposed to be discombobulating. You're supposed to be very confused. It gives off that fun house vibe, like the mirrors where you're supposed to be running through because you can't tell if that ghost is like right behind you or if he's behind another glass or so it's bad. Yes. But I, I feel like it speaks to the movie though. I think it also speaks for, again, kind of like you alluded to, too, like the time frame. Um, mm-hmm. Cause when I was watching it, like I, that's what I told myself. I was like, I feel like so like, discombobulated watching this movie and then i said you know what that's probably what their intention was was to discombobulate you make you feel like a little bit a little bit confused and then like just kind of then throw in the very loud sound so just try to kind of get and generate scares in the film Mm -hmm. is i think is what they were aiming to do but again it it definitely feels like a time capsule for when it was released because that just kind of felt very early 2000s um like i I mean i always say it's just like very fast and the furious like it's just loud obnoxious (laughs) everything is like just like fucking thrown at you on the screen that's just the vibe that it gave me but i just imagined vin diesel as the hammer Oh my god, honestly, yes, that is my dream casting uh scenario. It's gonna be Vin Diesel as the hammer for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. We'll get to <laughs> casting. <laughs> well, the movie uh it literally gives us no time to breathe. After the opening, I mean we're immediately fucking thrown into this family dynamic. The mom is dead, it's the dad and his two children, and like they're within six months and like of, I mean, I guess they're home burned down, but they're in financial ruin and like we get like two minutes of them like interacting we see that they're in chaos and then the scummy lawyer comes and offers them a beautiful fancy home and like immediately we're thrown into the story but i will mm-hmm. say that the home is fucking stunning a little would stupid. you live in a glass house never 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 have okay, you seen okay, the movie okay. the glass house yes so good so good right i think it's such a good movie i feel like it's underrated i feel like nobody talks about that movie but that movie gave me so many nightmares as a child i loved that movie same and this movie didn't really kind of help my fear of class homes at all so i think no never in my life would i live in a home i constantly feel like somebody's watching me anyways even with like walls and curtains and <laughs> so Remember i just that? would not be comfortable ever 
Also, I don't want to traumatize like my neighbors with just my big white ass <laughs> everywhere. Because <laughs> we don't wear pants in this house. But there's no neighbors for miles. So if you didn't have any neighbors for miles, would you still, would you, would that change your no, mind? No, because I feel like the animals are judging me. Bigfoot somewhere in the trees. You're right. You're right. Mm, and I just right. don't want. Yeah, you're right. Like, I always feel like I'm being watched anyways. And so if right. I was in a glass home, even if the fucking Lord's Paris is scrawled out over every fucking wall, I'm not feeling it. It's not my vibe. I would be in the basement probably the entire time. So I'd have some type of fucking privacy. Because there's like, I would get like Blair Witch vibes. Like I would, my mind would start playing games on me. I would see people, even though there's nothing there. Like I'd make a tree branch look into a whole witch. Like <laughs> I would not be having a good time. Girl, that's exactly how it would be. So no, I would, I mean, if I were to have at home, maybe during like dinner parties, I would like, oh, let's open the walls and have it all be glass. And just for the appeal and just for the aesthetic. But if I'm by myself, I'm going to like have like that crazy, like metal wall close enclosure around it. Like every other second of the day right yeah because like i'm not doing that i cannot but it's gorgeous also no privacy like with anybody in your house (laughs) like you just look up and you (laughs) somebody's staring at you from outside (laughs) you're like in bed and you look over and somebody's like rolling over looking at you too and you're just like "Mm -mm." i'm gonna be an off horse getting my ass ate and then i'm gonna turn around and fucking (laughs) ups is gonna be standing there at the door And they're going to be like, uh, uh, can you please stop for two seconds and fucking sign for this package? Because that's what that's what it's going to be like living in this house. And I can't do it. I literally can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. Honestly, but like, yeah, the only place you can masturbate is in the bathroom because that's the only place that you have any privacy. Because I don't want to lock eyes with you when I... <laughs> right. While you're fucking cooking dinner and I'm flicking a bean literally i do not want to be dropping logs in my toilet and having like <laughs> literally staring at me i can't do it it's just so comfortable like it's awkward i would I literally everybody... be like adrian i see you ignoring me in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> i fucking see you fucking text me back i mean i know everybody poops but in that scenario i'm i don't know i'm just gonna have to like go to the doctor once a month for like a fucking impaction because <laughs> <laughs> i'm not shitting at all i'm not doing it i refuse right. i'm not showering i'm not doing anything i literally am not it's too much it really is too fucking much and unless you're like some type of nudist and you're just all about that life then perhaps but that's not me i'm way too insecure even if we're nudists like i don't want my kids seeing my bits you know i mean yeah well i mean i'm never having children so that's not my problem (laughs) (laughs) i like can't relate but i see the problem speaking of children this child in this movie is literally the worst person in this movie and i feel bad because he's a child son yes the son isn't he Mm. just like so obnoxious and like it's just like i feel bad for him but just and he's a cut he's a he's a child actor so i don't like want to harp on him too much but like just he's just like his line delivery he's screaming every line and like you don't i feel like he's me he's obsessed with true crime (laughs) obnoxious yeah oh yeah literally me from the moment he starts speaking, he's like, I'm recording right now. And I was like, oh, me and Stormy down, <laughs> <laughs> counting dead bodies and whatnot. But mm. we get 12 deaths in this movie, by the way. <laughs> Do we? Not even 13. Oh, no. a flop. A, a flop. flop. They couldn't give us 13 deaths in 13 ghosts. Mm. 
I'm embarrassed for them. Truly, honestly, how do you miss that mark? It's like ten dudes and two guy, uh, t- ten dudes and two females. <laughs> I don't know how you miss that fucking mark. I'm not getting thirteen kills. I'm over it. Steve Beck, what are you doing, sir? What the fuck are you doing? Speaking uh, of deaths, the lawyer's death. Oh my god. I, love i live for that but um i think it's so funny when maggie that's the most campy fucking line but whenever they can't find him she's like did the lawyer split and i'm like <laughs> oh my god i hate y'all guys i love so that good. but when she's running past him later too uh and she sees him she's like, is that half the lawyer on the floor <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love maggie in this movie she honestly along with matthew lillard um uh, is like the saving grace because they just bring mm. so much to the roles and i'm sad that this is like raw digga's last role because she didn't do anything after this in terms of acting but i think she's so funny and has great comedic timing because she was so funny in this movie um, right. she didn't get much like we didn't know much about her she was just very funny but yeah her lines were always hitting also she's not the best like nanny um nanny because the older <laughs> sister <laughs> in the beginning the older sister's like still making breakfast while maggie's just sitting at the table I'm like don't i pay you this <laughs> teaching this? him how to say words and shit she's like decapitated like trying to help the kid and like shouldn't you be cooking for him ma'am? right but listen, you know, I'm never going to harp on um, a woman of color going in there and whipping all these white people into shape and having them serve her and just get to live with them. So you know what? Power to you. Right. All righty. So this is going to be my last like official, official pick. Um, but I'm choosing episode five, Prom Night, the original. Yes. Um, specifically for the van scene. Yes. Um, Adrian and like low key T, I don't remember if we talked about this in the episode, but so we recorded that scene. Um, and then I realized that mm-hmm. my equipment, I don't know what happened. Something happened, but I was not recording and it was funny enough for us to have the conversation again and still laugh just as hard. <laughs> if I need, if I'm missing Adrian, which happens a lot, a little bit less now that we're, we live in the same state in the same town. Um, but like, if I'm missing Adrian, bitch, that I throw on that, that part, I have it. I know on the line where it starts. I know. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I feel so bad, you guys, because right now, again, it's missing. Who knows what's going on with Podbean. Um, but you will be able to hear this clip specifically. Yeah, we're going to add so. in the van scene discussion for sure, so you guys have that rundown. Hopefully, I can figure that out for you guys. But it is such a great episode. Um, and like Stormy said, yeah, really uh, kind of going, again, behind the scenes there. Um, it's one of our first episodes, and back in those days, we used to, we still kind of do that from time to time, but our discussions are much more broad and much more all over the place now. Uh, but back in our early episodes, we would go like scene by scene. We would pretty much discuss the entire movie. They said this, and then we went to do this. We and pretty much, yeah, broke yeah. down dialogue every single moment. We were going scene by scene. So this is one of those movies where we were doing just that. Um, on top of that, iconic van scene moment it's also a movie that we get to or it's also a classic slasher movie with jamie lee curtis uh with a very fun twist ending with a great chase scene uh, you know as a whole as a huge slasher fan it's one of my favorite horror movies jamie lee curtis has an iconic boots the house down like fucking dance scene oh my god yes! it's so good it's um camp- right before a chase scene like it leads Wendy. Not I'm instantly. Sure Wendy's the bitchy girl um, yeah. who gets like the iconic chase scene where she's dodging axes, fucking being swung at her head and shit. <laughs> it's a crazy ass 
movie and it's so much fun and yeah i mean it has the iconic van scene and like stormy said like the fact that we were recording died of laughter talking about that scene immediately saw that we had to re-record because it wasn't recording had a moment of feeling so defeated and said you know what this is what we signed up for this is only episode five let's not just quit the podcast now let's keep doing our best and so in talking about it again it almost seems like it's the first time because it's that fucking funny right um so yeah here you guys go and then um, at first I was like, somebody's grabbing towards you that close and you don't even blink. But then I forgot, <laughs> forgot that he wasn't wearing his glasses. So he can't I mean, see. That's why you wear protection. Either <laughs> eye, eye protection or otherwise. You always wear protection. I can't do. But like he can't fucking see and she wants to go fuck on a cliff. He's about to like eat them both fuck off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to thrust them both over. <laughs> I, I they didn't they stopped too like after a minute because they're making out and then they stop I don't what was the reason why they stopped having sex by this cliff do you remember I don't remember they I stopped got distracted same me at this point I mean they were cute but also at this point I was like but I'm not too into them I was all about <laughs> it but when they started making out by the cliff I was like okay I disconnected at that moment my my eyes were like looking at the ceiling I was like okay like this is You're so like... boring <laughs> like they were cute people. Yeah, I don't need a second scene of them making out by this cliff. Um, but they stop and they go back to the van and they start smoking in the back. And you know, she's living. it's so funny. It's so sad, I guess. But she's like, I'm going to remember this life for the rest. <laughs> I'm going to remember this night for the rest of my life. And he's like, me too. And then she's leaning up against the back doors in the van. <laughs> this is where I texted you that this was ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the van scene, because they're, they're vibing, they just had sex, and they're smoking weed, and then so, uh, Jude is, like, her back is pressed up against, uh, like, the back doors of the van, and she's just like, I'm gonna remember this night <laughs> for the rest of my life, and then Slick is like, me too, and then the van doors open, and her head flies back, and the killer just starts fucking stabbing her throat. <laughs> And poor, Sl- poor Slick is just shoved back against the seat. She's like, no. Like, he just had sex for the first time. He was living his best life. <laughs> and just getting her fucking throat ripped apart. It's so well, ridiculous. And he doesn't have any shoes on. And he hops in the front of the fucking van <laughs> and tries to take off. <laughs> he's just driving he's driving in circles like just doing donuts in this fucking by this fucking cliff it just seems so dangerous uh, <laughs> but he's just doing fucking donuts and then the killer's over here fucking hanging on by the door uh, fucking James Bond looking ass and then I don't know what happens eventually he knocks the killer off the door and then the car fucking flies over the cliff <laughs> and immediately like it doesn't even hit the rocks it's already in flames already fucking exploding and I was like what the fuck he just eats himself off the edge <laughs> So I was telling you that this fucking scene is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. <laughs> when you really think about it, it, it's just so stupid. The whole scene. They, they just had sex. They're smoking weed. The door opens. She gets her throat fucking stabbed. The car is just, it's a whole fucking chase scene in this vehicle. And then he flies over the cliff. It explodes. I fucking was screaming. I was laughing. It was so hilarious to me. So, in a way, I was right about him thrusting them off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> it all comes full circle. 
<laughs> like the fucking vehicle going in circles. Uh, but it made me laugh because <laughs> the car blow, the van blows up and like in two like it it's literally in flames and it cuts immediately back to like the prom and the music's pumping <laughs> and I was like this is so stupid. It was amazing. I loved it. Oh my god. Also, before we move on to the next scene, I also want to talk about cuz honestly this whole van scene was a whole vibe. Um <laughs> but I don't know if it's her first time taking a hit, but Jude is like smoking the joint because he has a whole like history book full of joints, which is also very funny on Slick's part. He's hilarious. But um, Jude like takes a hit of this joint and her face is like the kombucha girl. She's like, "Mm, uh." (laughs) she's not sure. Right. And then that and then from that scene, she cuts to the This is the best night of my life. I can remember this night forever. And then chop, chop, chop. Chop, chop, chop. (laughs) I feel so bad for them. God damn it. The door, just the way to open, it was so out of the blue. I was so fucking shocked. I was like, what is happening? Because they were just enjoying their life, and then the van opens, and she starts getting fucking shanked in the throat. I just can't get over the way he like shoves himself back in the corner. The way he say, "No!" <laughs> oh my god, we have to move on from the scene. My notes in during this scene, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, "Oh my god, he just opened the door and stabbed her." <laughs> Bitch, I'm gagging, and I was like, I was like, "Oh my god, not him driving over a fucking cliff and exploding." I was like, "This is prom night, indeed." <laughs> Honestly, if you haven't watched this movie, you need to purely for this scene. And I hope you find it just as funny as we did. And if you don't, then you have no sense of humor because that <laughs> shit's hilarious. If you're not laughing, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. They're like, can you please move the fuck on? <laughs> oh, my God. But then, yeah, so it goes from the car exploding immediately back to the prom. Um, and then Kim and Nick all of a sudden are best friends again. I guess she forgives him way too easily because they're already talking again. And then we cut to Wendy because we're down to 20 minutes. And I was like, we're, as well, we're at 20 minutes. I was like, what's going to happen? Uh, but then we cut to Wendy in the bathroom getting ready for her big evil maniacal plan to take place, I, I guess. I don't know. We have no idea really what her plan ever is because she's in the bathroom. And while she's in the bathroom, we have a very very thrilling chase scene i was gagging this entire time i was actually rooting for her this entire time were you yeah i mean she's a bitch but i enjoyed the bitchy characters because they always make me laugh in these movies but... i'm pissed that she goes on this chase scene and trips over the only mat in this room <laughs> just okay, uh, okay oh hold on. let so... me just break my leg <laughs> like <laughs> Bitch, there's one mat in this big fucking room, and she's like, ah, ugh, let me fall That's down That's a trope. Quick. That's a trope in horror movies. Uh, I hate uh, it. <laughs> okay, back to the beginning. So she's in the bathroom. The lights go off. The killer swings an axe at her. She gets out of the way, um, and then she ends up running from the bathroom, and she runs in the hall, and then like she stops for some reason, and it's like, somebody help me. And then he runs. <laughs> he comes through like another door, pretty much cutting her off to, like, where everybody else like where everybody in the school is just to run in the opposite direction so she's running at one point i fucking i screamed i literally jumped out of my skin because she's like running up the stairs and then he comes up like from the side out of nowhere and like swings at her and like literally by like the hair on her chin she's able to dodge that axe i was like oh oh bitch come on and then so and i just love this whole scene just because 
the movie's called Prom Night, and beyond the dancing scene, you don't see much else. So I just enjoy this because she was running around the entire school. We see some classrooms. You know, we see some desks. She goes to the shop area. She's running everywhere. Like you said, she's in the gymnasium and falls on the one mat in the middle of the fucking whole entire basketball court. But she's running everywhere, and I was all about it. Her heels are click-clacking about. I love it. <laughs> and she goes to this, like, I'd assume it's a lab, right? Mm-hmm. Where she's, like, ducking down behind the... the like the teacher's desk um, yeah and i'm so dumb but this gave me like jurassic park vibes where oh they're my god hiding, yes. <laughs> where they're yes, hiding in the mama. kitchen yeah uh, hiding the from reference. the rafters yes the reference i live for it yes my favorite scene ever in any film ever the whole raptor <laughs> scene but yeah i you know me i love a good chase scene i love slasher movies because of these chase scenes so i don't care who it is in any chase scene, I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm going to be like, yes, baby. I'm going to be living for you. It doesn't matter. It, from from this point forward, I want you to pay attention because every movie we watch that has a chase scene, I don't care how awful that character is, I'm going to be living for them after that scene <laughs> because I love chase scenes. I don't care. I don't care. And I love Wendy in this scene, even though she's a bitch the rest of the movie. Honestly, our killer is so athletic. Dude's <laughs> the way running around that he flies like over things. Yeah. I was feeling it. But yeah, he's fucking flying all over the place. Uh, I remember, uh, where was it? In the gymnasium when she runs through the door finally. And there's like a piece of equipment of something on the floor. He fucking just like hurdles over it. And I was like, this is this is too much. I'd be so scared with this skinny little killer running after me. <laughs> I'd have been done after that first staircase. I would have been like I mean, Kelly. I would have been crying with my tits out. And then he would have just give up. <laughs> that would have been me. Honestly, these deaths are a vibe. Or I would have been in the back of the van talking about how much I love life and then getting my throat stabbed at. <laughs> I aspire to be slick if I have to be a person in this movie. I want to be Wendy, but I know... Well, honestly, I want to be Kim, obviously, because it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, yeah. In terms of the death scenes, I want to be Wendy because I want to be able to like say I fought back, but I know I'd be Kelly. I know I'd be sitting around <laughs> crying somewhere with my tits out, depressed about something, and then getting my throat slashed. I know I'd go down easy. <laughs> Okay, you guys, welcome back. Um, so my final official episode, um, before we do jump into some honorable mentions, because, you know, again, we had to do that. <laughs> uh, my very final episode is going to be episode 50, which is our Horror Olympics episode. So, oh, my God. Our first Horror Olympics. Our first. We have two right now. The, the other one's episode, episode 69, <laughs> <laughs> because... We couldn't just make episode 69 a regular episode. It had to be horny. Yeah. And episode 100 was either going to be like another horror Olympics and just continuing our, you know, our theme of doing horror Olympics or this countdown. And I mean, it felt nice to go back down memory lane. So eventually, you know, we'll squeeze in another horror Olympics down the road. But yeah, episode 50, I think, is a great episode to go back and listen to. It definitely, again, feeds into the slasher brand. Um, We're very horny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that we, doesn't make it any different than any other, other episodes every episode but... we're horny yeah so like you're gonna get that in every episode but with this one we made sure that we came to the party with dildos and lube oh we my god ready to be horny. condoms aplenty <laughs> everybody's tested um it's a great episode if you haven't listened to it uh i won't spoil who wins that very first bracket um, just know you won't be surprised, but it's right. such a great episode. Um, <laughs> if you know either of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so fucking amazing. Again, it's totally on brand for Slasher, and it's one of my favorite episodes to listen to. So yeah, here you guys go. We are back. <laughs> 
And we are getting into our horny whore Olympic smackdown for the crown, baby. Because we are going to be going through 16 of the hottest pieces of meat to ever grace the silver screen and probably make somebody cry. And we are going to just... These are all the men. We will... uh... (laughs) Sorry, it's like pressed. (laughs) I understand. You honestly don't understand. Like I was sitting there and I was just like in my head trying to like figure out who we should put down, who you would like, who I would like. And I'm really upset with myself that I didn't bring any, you know, female energy to the bracket. Yeah. Uh, You know what? That's fine. We'll just do like a whole other bracket. 100 episodes. (laughs) 75 episodes. Uh, This does good. We're going to just be doing this like once a month. (laughs) (laughs) We still think Billy's hot. Don't worry. (laughs) Yes, this is the horny whore olympics and i'm ready to get into it again 16 get into it <laughs> heck yeah so should we just start and just get through this because this is going to be a journey oh um yeah <laughs> if you're able to like follow along with us like you're not like on a drive or something like that we did post our bracket on twitter um so that is available for you to see and we'll, we'll post another one when we're done right maybe something more official <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, but, on Twitter, yes. you can go and find it. Even if you're listening to the episode now or later, if you want to just do the bracket on your own. I mean, we didn't like make like a web document or anything crazy like that, but you know. <laughs> uh round one is honestly my pussy's quaking because uh, it's ghost face and predator. So oh my goodness, what mm. a battle. Now for ghost face, I guess it could be. Anybody you want to envision? Yeah, there's so many different killers. Like, that's up to personal interpretation. Okay, so Um, I'm going to be Stu. You're going to be Stu? Oh, no, should I do Billy? I'll do Billy. I'll do Billy. Well, we have to be the same, girl. Oh, so we have to decide on who we're pushing forward. Yeah, because we'll have different brackets. Okay, should we do Stu then? I mean, Billy's so hot. I understand he's so hot. But, like, Stu's a little bit more fun at the same time. and I Stu withstands time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's journaling yeah the day uh, yeah, yeah yeah i agree with that like and Sam also matthew lillard Ugh. right that part right there even okay. to this day so we're not, we're discrediting anybody else because we can even bring in some female energy we can make it debbie salt <laughs> make it make it mrs <laughs> whatever Lumen. floats your boat you we know what i mean like from scream four but i no, we can't that's oh. that's where i draw the line <laughs> This is my bracket. It cannot be Joe. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm good with just having the unanimous decision as a team, a duo, to have it be Stu, right? Going up against right. the Predator? Mm-hmm. Okay. So in like a physical battle, Predator will probably <laughs> tear him apart. But this is- I mean, in yeah, the back- because he's- <laughs> Predator's a whole ass monster. <laughs> and Stu's literally a teenager. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. But yeah, but this is in the battle of, battle of the bedroom. So let's just get into it, right? right? So I I mean I don't know. What are the pros and cons of both of them, I suppose? Okay, so Predator can't eat your ass because like his mouth doesn't move like that. You know what I mean? I mean it it can spread those cheeks, honey. It can push them open and then like his actual like little tongue in the middle can go to work. So he could probably do the damn thing if we're being but honest. The pain? You're like, I'm kind of into it. Right. That's whatever. Like it's just also be- uh <laughs> not that our other fucking episodes are G-rated, but like content warning for this episode. 
<laughs> if you're my mom, go the fuck away. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think he can do the damn thing. But Stu, I mean, he's just a little too energetic. Stu's, no, 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 no. Stu's tongue. Oh. Is, she's here to play girl mm-hmm. like i understand the predator has like mandibles to work with <laughs> but and also just doing the costume like wear the boots wear the uh, uh. honestly you can wear the mask if you want to as long as you rip like it off at the end yes oh my god yes and like okay and, like, with it also oh <laughs> I was gonna say like uh like maybe put the knife to my throat. Yes. Oh my god. Literally, right. literally same like vision for ourselves. Like so I just imagine like him coming out of a closet and just attacking <laughs> me. Girl, like the end scene. Chase me oh. up the stairs. Oh my god. Yes. I need that like, Oh my god. Don't <laughs> chase me. I want to make it to the sequel. Uh-huh. But knowing me and my crazy ass, I want it to be like a legit chase scene. Like actually chase mm-hmm. me. Let me hit you with the door a little bit and then you throw me against like the wall. Oh my god. Are you into being hunted? Let's talk about <laughs> kinks. <laughs> and then we get just we get down and dirty but that'd be so oh he grabs your ankle like on the last step and knocks you down oh my god he grabs an ankle and like my pants are like just like like velcro pulls it (laughs) (laughs) those tearaway pants that like people wear for basketball Uh right that part and then it's like slow porn music starts and it's like (laughs) and then (laughs) (laughs) at the top of the stairs just take me ghost face but yeah i love that whole like fantasy oh my god top of the stairs is like honestly the best position for him to just go right to town right right oh my Mm -hmm. god he could use the knife to cut your underwear off Okay, work. work. Mm, right. <laughs> but you know what? I can honestly see like Stu doing this like literally during the like the actual like um happenings of Scream. Like I could see uh-huh. Billy doing all the killing. And I've seen the videos, girl. I've seen all the videos, everybody breaking down who's killing who. But I can see Billy just doing it all and Stu's just like out having sex in the ghost face costume. <laughs> he's just like, Did you kill her? And he's like, Yeah, I killed that pussy. <laughs> hate it here um so uh, is he gonna win is he gonna be predator because we're not getting predator anytime <laughs> oh, okay so what is another pro to a predator other than the mandibles i will feel so safe with the predator like i would, feel like I would <laughs> okay I, I would never have to worry about like anything happening to me because he's like a literal wait are we talking long term because long term <laughs> like i yeah. thought we were just talking like in the bedroom girl oh you mean like just a moment well i'm I'm a Pisces. I'm thinking like a long-term relationship. Like, who am I going to want to be fucking constantly? Mm, right. Who am I going to want to like spend some time with? We can we can do it. We can do it differently. The predator can... can't talk to you though. I don't want to talk. You're a Pisces. You want to talk? <laughs> no, I really don't. Okay, you're right. Oh, fuck. This is tough. Hmm. But he would also just have to agree with everything I say. Maybe I don't know. Or just like pick you up and like carry you away i guess i guess it's kind of hard to have him like compete against Stu, really right also we didn't decide this lineup adrian shuffled a million times to have this life up (laughs) yeah also side note uh but yeah i don't think predator really stands a chance in my eyes yeah i mean that's so like i feel like anybody who knows us that (laughs) that's so predictable for us to you're not you putting ghost face before we actually decide. Oh. 
But that's such an us thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know why we even put Ghostface on here because it's not fair. Oh, I can just do like no, this. no, 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 no. What? <gasps> wow, that's fucking neat. Cool. Okay. Oh, Predators out. She's great. <laughs> Those are our official picks of like some of our fave episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we would be foolish not to talk about some honorable mentions and honestly just dish about some of our other fave episodes because mm-hmm. there's so many good episodes you guys like not to toot our own horn um but i guess to i don't know eat our own asses oh my god we're fucking it's hilarious clean. It's clean. <laughs> um so stormy uh honorable mentions what is an honorable mention you have um okay so the tea is well, i'll find it before this episode comes out i know i will but we have a conversation about the xenomorph and where the xenomorph would wear a hat and that is the funniest shit to me i've ever <laughs> fucking heard and we don't we when stormy had mentioned like that wanting you know she wanted to specifically find the episode in which that was happening so she can use that as one of her faves but we for the life of us could not figure out which episode it was um, I'm we, sure it's a random conversation as you know we go on tangents constantly that was um, the problem is it could so, have been any episode we, right. we went back and like speed listened as best as we could you guys um, during alien month <laughs> to all of our alien episodes to try to find it we weren't able to find it so again hopefully someone can find it um if so i'll throw in that little clip here if not hopefully you guys found it for us <laughs> oh my god yeah if you know let me know yeah please god so let's talk about zaddy xenomorph real quick <laughs> okay first and foremost it looks like a dick it looks like a dick the movie in itself, we'll get into that's a deep topic, so we'll get into that here in a bit. But let me tell you, all month, I have been saying it is so stupid for you to CGI any type of alien being. Mm-hmm. Every movie that we've seen thus far, the aliens have looked stupid. They've looked bad. Uh, science alien, awful. Uh, Dark Skies aliens, completely awful. The faculty, it looked cool. The big alien at the end looks really cool. I give them the benefit of the doubt there. But my God, do aliens look bad in movies? But what I've been saying, put them in a fucking suit. And you know what they did back in 1979, baby? They, I mean, obviously technology <laughs> kind of forced their ha- play their hand there, but they put them in a fucking suit. This is a tall man walking around in the xenomorph costume and being the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. If you look up like behind the scenes pictures of just like obviously them on set. That is xenomorph fake. So terrifying. So scary. And I'm proud of them. But yeah, he looks like a dick. He does. His head looks like a dick. The most important question, where would a xenomorph wear a hat? Would it be like, <laughs> right? <laughs> would it be- <laughs> oh, I'm going to laugh. Would it be like right here? Where's here? <laughs> Bitch. Like, okay, the front of his head, like where his fucking face is, right? Okay, right. Okay, his face is here. Would he wear right above, like where his eyebrows would be? Or would it be like way the fuck in the back? <laughs> at the back end of the head. Is that where he's wearing a hat? Um, my assumption would be if he were to ever wear a hat, it would be probably <laughs> closer up to his mouth and the snout. My assumption would be if he were to be wearing a hat, it'd probably like one of those hats that has like little like a fascinator what is the thing called like a like a uh, like a string like a, like a birthday party hat <laughs> so it's supportive underneath wearing, his mouth he's wearing a pilgrim hat <laughs> <laughs> i would feel like he would need some type of support because that head is big slimy and like a hat's not going to fit on there so he's gonna have, like to have something it could that fit has, on the back right a maybe huh but just right there but he's he like stands like a dog he's on all fours frequently so i feel like it's always gonna be tipping back and he's gonna drop it he needs like a he needs <laughs> he's a gonna drop it. 
<laughs> oh, imagine it with one of those little, like the striped colorful hats with the little pew pew on top. <laughs> oh my God, imagine. Uh, yes. Honestly, a pet xenomorph, if it was a baby. <laughs> Imagine all the little clothes I would put on it. What would you name Maris? Oh my god, what would I name my xenomorph? Um, I'm naming mine Spanky. Spanky? I feel like mine would be like an Xavier. <laughs> okay, okay. Love that. <laughs> okay, so if you were to ride a xenomorph, like in the most pure sense, the more the most Jesus sense. Okay, right. Like in a Jurassic World sense. Right. <laughs> would you be like can it carry you like a koala like on the back on its back would you could you do that would it stand up or would it stay on all fours and you ride it i think it would be like it would be like a horse situation you know you would just ride it while it walks around on all fours oh i was thinking of like a backpack situation that'd be neat oh that'd be kind of cute too though my assumption is they're strong if they're carrying those big ass heads around with them everywhere (laughs) the next strength yeah i think they could carry me i would hope not right. i mean but also like they're bugs so i would still would have like the 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 inevitable the exoskeleton fear. <laughs> no i would have the fear that if i sat on it it would just be crunched right that's what i'm saying so, like you break his exoskeleton and his acid blood comes out and your ass is just burned the ultimate douche <laughs> your ass is gone girl <laughs> it's not burned <laughs> it's yeah it's gone it, he really ate your ass but um with, so with, i just thought mouth? about he has two of them the little one obviously <laughs> <laughs> the um i just thought about them wearing you as a backpack they'd probably like hit you with the back of your head and yeah it wouldn't be i don't think it'd be comfortable writing him also like he <laughs> he's just so bony looking and like uh, yeah i just don't think it'd be comfortable um, an honorable mention for me is going to have to be Hereditary, which I think is episode, it's one of our earlier ones. Let me get that pulled up real fast, you guys. Again, it was on the list, so I want to make sure I have the right episode. Um, Hereditary, which was episode 26. Um, it was one of our first episodes that really, um, I think had really good downloads. Um, it was a movie that people, I think, were really excited to hear us discuss. And it was also, I believe, our very first episode featuring podcast favorite, who hey. has, of course, I mean, come back many times, has graced us with her presence. Our bestie. Our, our fucking bestie. Um, we even, of course, there was times before we, of course, started thinking deadly where we would you know come on and do special episodes with us do fucking rex with re like it's crazy so re we love you so much it would be foolish of us not to throw back to our very first episode with you um so you guys obviously go back and listen to hereditary it's not only fucking amazing um but also stormy and re that episode were like killing it like i remember <laughs> i remember the we night were we prepared. recorded that episode <laughs> i remember that fucking night i remember sitting down in a closet obviously um i think we had just moved into this house so like i was moving around different closets trying to find the best uh, the best <laughs> which sound. one has the best sound quality <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah pretty much and i remember sitting down with drinks obviously as we do and i remember sweating profusely i was like dripping in sweat i was you know you know trying to stir the conversation lead the conversation keep the conversation moving and i felt like i was flopping like i remember mentally recording that episode um and just feeling like i didn't do a good job and then i remember going back and uh because you know in that moment you're kind of just focused on what's going on i remember going back and editing that episode and being like wow stormy and re really ate they ate in that episode. They were just ready to go. Um, so it's such a great episode. Go back and listen to it. It's one of my absolute favorites. And obviously, go and support Reed. Go listen to Think and Denley as well. Yeah. Um, the bestie. Uh, do you have another one, Stormy? 
Um, my other one is slash making 101. We did it for Valentine's Day. And we set up like different characters together and all this. But also, Adrian and I set each other up on a little horror date for Valentine's Day. And it's so <laughs> funny. Um, I mean, I won't ruin it. Y'all can. Yeah, go listen to that, you guys. Again, more <laughs> behind the scenes key. That episode, in comparison to like every other episode, didn't have as much interaction. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed. Y'all need to support that shit right I was fucking now. Very disappointed when that episode <laughs> dropped, and it didn't do that well because I was like, this feels very us. You know, we, we had we, so much fun. So much fun. We do like three different games. We do like a matchmaking. We do uh, like Smash or Pass, I think, or something mm. like that, or Fuck Mary Kill. Um, it's a really good episode. Yeah. Uh, so go listen to it because it's really, honestly, it was the precursor to Horror Olympics. Right. Um, so if you want to hear our little brains working, you know. Smoking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see our brain juices flowing before we came up with the idea of Horror Olympics, this is what it was. Um, and it's a great episode for sure. Um, another honorable mention I have is more of a, uh, is a more recent episode that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it's hard not to go back and like just recommend all of our guests because honestly anytime anybody graces us with their presence i'm like wow you guys are amazing yeah completely honored but another one that's more recent was our final destination discussion that we did with a nightmare on fifth street so that is episode let me make sure i have the right episode y'all you know i don't want to fuck up because we're drinking and on our own catalog (laughs) (laughs) um uh so that was episode 77 i knew that just you know but episode 77 i love that episode Mm -hmm. so much dalia and alma are so fucking funny um we had a fucking blast their personalities are just chef's fucking kiss next to me and adrian it's like i can't recommend the podcast enough i love them so much they are so hilarious and you know bringing them onto the podcast was great uh, we have already promised them, and um, if you go back and listen to the episode, <laughs> we've already promised them next time we, we talk about Final Destination, we're definitely going to reach out. And if all the stars aligned, we want to be able to discuss it with them further, this franchise, because yes. it was so much fun. And you guys know, again, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, me and Stormy love Final Destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, those movies are fun. All of them have something that just, you know, wets the whistle. So that was such a fun discussion to have. Um, go back and listen to that one as well. It's amazing. And then the only other things that I like want to mention off the top of my head is like through the podcast, we've got to do some cool shit. We've gotten to interview a couple of um, like Jordan. We got to talk about horror moms with Jordan. We got to talk about um, I don't like the movie screener for uh, we've done a couple of movie screeners. Night. We were able to right. talk with the film's director and star. Um, that was a great episode that we had as well. And me as a mom, um, I have a nice little capsule of my daughter talking about <laughs> Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. And i have that's going to be so fun to look back when I, when she's older. Oh, yeah. She's going to listen back on that and be like, what were you guys letting me She do? was a star. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Like, why were you guys letting me get on there at six or five years old and talk my shit on Scooby-Doo? Honestly, she's going to be very grateful. Again, she's going to look back and be like, baby, I was able to see Scream 1, 2, and 5, and probably 3 and 4 <laughs> when those happen. Right. In theaters, you know, I was able to guest on a horror podcast back in the day. She's definitely going to look back fondly. I don't know. I've just had so much fun, and I'm so excited that we get to continue having fun with you guys. And obviously with my best friend, get to do something we love. Um, thank you guys for supporting us. Yes. Is there anything else that you want to mention? 
Oh my gosh, I mean, there's so many things. I know. That's, so so that's the thing. It's like, part of me is like, maybe we should shut it down because I'll talk I all talk about, fucking yeah, night about we're us. So funny. I wish <laughs> we're so funny. I wish um, the episodes weren't like randomly gone because I would obviously recommend episode one, like going back and listening to our very first episode, mm. which was essentially just us, like you know, introducing ourselves. Honestly, maybe for the hell of this. We should oh. reintroduce ourselves. <laughs> oh my god! Let me go in. You know what, you guys? I had those audio files. Here is the first, like, I don't know, like five minutes of episode one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Slash Her, a delusional look at the art of horror and all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. My name is Adrian, and I am proud to have my BFF with me here today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I am Stormy. Hi, glad Stormy. Glad to be here. Hi, I'm glad you're here. I'm nervous. Oh, me too. Uh, it's it's uh, way different than having a conversation, even though we're literally having a conversation. Yeah, I have a mic dangling in my face, so I'm very, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable a little bit. Well, I'm, but I'm excited. I mean, we've been talking about doing a podcast for years, I feel like. About three years, yeah. So. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's good to and see you know, it come to fru- fruition. It's coming together. Yeah. Quarantine has put us here. Corona 2020. That's what's led us here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm drinking wine. So if I'm smacking into the microphone at any time, Stormy, just let me know to okay. stop. I'll be sure to notify you. Yes, please. Okay. Well, I mean, we're excited. We've been talking about this forever. So, I mean, pretty much what we're doing here is we're going to be talking about scary shit and just having a good time, probably doing a whole bunch of stuff. But I guess we can really start with like some simple introductions. So do you want to introduce yourself first, Stormy, or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll let you lead the way. Okay. So I won't be too... I won't talk too long. I won't try to be too conceited. So my name's Adrian. I am a humble 25 years old. And I am... I don't know. I love horror. This is something I've wanted to do for a very long time. I live currently in las vegas nevada and i hope nobody gets mad at me for saying nevada (laughs) like that but that's where i live currently i've been here for probably around three years or so uh was born and raised in new mexico so yeah that's i guess a little bit about me i don't want to talk too much i'm sure i'll talk about myself enough over our podcast so it'll flow we'll figure it out uh but go ahead storm Okay, well, I am Stormy, and yes, that is my real name. Uh, I am 26, almost 27, and I currently live in New Mexico. Um, as Adrian said, he is my BFF, so... But yeah, we. I'm excited. We've been doing talking about doing this for so long that I'm really stoked. For I'm glad it. it's happening. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, this first episode is going to kind of be just us talking about why we like horror, why we like spooky things, what kind of led us to this uh, point in our lives, I guess. And then maybe kind of give like an idea of what things we're hoping to accomplish and things that we want to get done with this podcast. So I'm ready to jump into it. Yeah, whenever. Um, So why do you love horror? Like what, what was the first thing that you remember like drawing you towards the genre in general? Ooh, okay. Well, for me, I think the main thing that I like and love really about horror is just the aspect of it 
kind of going against the norm, mm-hmm. I guess you can say. I feel like with horror, it's taboo for a lot of people. I mean, I know years ago it was a lot more taboo than it may be today. But even by today's standards, there's still so many people that are just so turned off to all of it. Horror movies, haunted houses, ghosts, demons, all that kind of stuff. Or even like real life horrors, like true com- like right. true crime and stuff like that. People are just so turned off by it. And I think growing up, it was always just interesting to me because it was an art form and like people... I don't know. I just feel like it was something that people don't gravitate towards. And so for me, that's just kind of what interested me from the beginning is it was just something that when you would say, like if I was like in fifth grade and I would tell people, oh, I love horror movies. I love watching people get stabbed. I like watching people's heads blow up. And people would just be like, you are crazy, especially, you know, in New Mexico, small town, New Mexico. I mean, everybody was like. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody's like, this kid is weird. So for me, it was just the aspect of being different, I guess. And it was just 100%. something that kind of drew me in. I mean, what would, yeah. I mean, what would you say? Why oh, do that's you genuinely, it started 100% as a rebellion thing. I grew up, like I said, in the in the Bible Belt, in the heart of it. Right. Growing up extremely Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. like, it's off limits. I mean, Scooby-Doo is witchcraft because how can you have a talking dog? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, I mean, I watched things in secret. And, I, I mean, I wasn't raised with my, my mother. And so when I went to see my mom, like, that's one thing we bonded over. And it was kind of like, oh, um, like, her way to, like, get in good with me. It was like, oh, well, you can't watch this at home. Let me, let me just slide this on over. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Right, right. And that is kind of something, I guess, for me as well, because my mom was the exact same way. Um, Like, we were very Catholic. And when I was younger, you know, we were a little bit more into the faith. As we kind of got older, even my mom kind of to kind of step back a little Mm -hmm. bit. But especially when we were younger, that was kind of more of a serious thing was like our religion. And for me, like a lot of my aunts and uncles, especially on my dad's side, they would be super into horror. So like at home it wasn't as readily available. But then like, if I would go over to my aunt's house, she would have, she, she owns still owns so many horror movies. Like I'm jealous still of her collection, Mm -hmm. but she would just have horror movie nights and we would all get together. And I was there like at seven, eight years old and we would just stay up all night long watching horror movies. And it felt kind of bad, I guess it kind of felt like I was dirty in a way, but that was kind (laughs) of naughty. Yeah. It was very, yeah. I felt really just so promiscuous watching my horror movies at eight years old, but it just felt, I don't know. I felt more mature and I felt like I was able to kind of handle a lot of the stuff that was happening on screen and like, not, I mean, obviously I was terrified, (laughs) but I was, I was able to like kind of make a disconnect and realize, Oh, you know, this is a movie. And I was able to kind of make that disconnect from an early age. So, I don't know. It felt nice. It kind of made me feel, like I said, like an adult. Like, I felt cool, I guess, watching horror movies. But I definitely see what you're saying about it being like, you know, like, hey, you can't do this here, but let's do this here kind of thing. Well, and I also, with my mom, I had a lot of paranormal experiences. So, that is a whole other field. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. And, I mean, even now, obviously, because of what I do, criminal justice and murder and true crime and all that is like right up my alley so (laughs) okay um welcome back we'll see if i edit that in or not um (laughs) Um, i you know what i can't wait until we're uh we make it big enough that somebody listens to our catalog and like cuts together a compilation of all the times that we snort 
Oh my god, me specifically. No, and we <gasps> both do it so much. Listen, the first couple of episodes that I was editing, I was so hyper fixated on making it sound. He like said great. I snorted. Oh, he cut out every snort. Cut out the snorts. <laughs> don't even. Now don't he even. just lets me just do it constantly. Yeah, don't even, don't even, don't. Yeah, I was editing out those snorts because uh, I was like, girl, I don't want people listening to me fucking snorting. <laughs> But now, you know, I'm like, I don't care. We're comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we know who we are. The my body into a deeper level. And I'm just like, girl, I snort. I can't be ashamed of my snort. So right. here we are. Um, I will also say another episode, episode 15, when we discussed The Last Shift, just for the sake of that being the first horror movie that Stormy and I ever watched together. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Learn a, bit, a little bit more about us and our friendship in that episode for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, as if y'all don't hear us, our friendship evolving every week. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But it was cool to go back and talk about the first movie we ever watched yeah together. the history of slasher pod again i don't remember if it's i mean i'm assuming we did great i don't know if it was like a funny episode or anything i don't remember it i remember where i was when i recorded it as i do with i think all these episodes i always mm-hmm. remember where i was when i recorded them um but that's definitely something to go back and listen to but beyond that you guys again we can be here all night like i can sit there and go through every single episode and say why we're our biggest fans <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. We hope you enjoyed this walk down memory lane with us. Um, again, next week we're gonna go ahead and dive right into some anthologies. And you know what, baby, I've become an oh, I'm becoming a fan of anthologies. Um, they used to not be like my my Shit. fave, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, like I've I've been obsessed with them, so I'm excited to talk about them this month with you guys. Um, but yeah, before we wrap it up, Stormy, where can everybody find us? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the same handle at slash underscore her underscore pod. You can email us at slash her pod at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Patreon. Yes. And let me go ahead and shout out our Patreon members. So, again, guys, we have three different tiers. Of course, um, tier one, tier two, and tier three. Um, So, at our opening kill tier, we want to go ahead and give a shout out to A Nightmare on Fear Street. And for our finer girl tier, let's go ahead and give a shout out to Sarah G, Yvette R, Michael D, Annie C, and Patience C. Uh, So, thank you guys again so much for the support. Um, Again, you guys, we'll try to figure out what to do with those lost episodes. But if not, they will be on Patreon. So, if I can't figure that out... They will be exclusives, so feel free to go and join the Patreon um, for that catalog. And also, all the bonus episodes that we bring. Right. Um, I did save the last of my drinks, so before we say goodbye, cheers to 100 more. Yay! <laughs> to 100 more. Hey. And uh, um, more talk about coming assholes. Oh, my God. Okay. Stay spooky, everybody. Stay spooky, guys. Bye. Bye.